Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I wanted to talk in this podcast about just life. It's just life. It's sort of like we're on this, um, sort of like in a game. I was thinking about like a video game where we're just kind of trutzing along and it just feels like something always happens. Like something always happens. Like out of nowhere, something happens. And I'm practicing a the art of living differently. And practicing the art of living differently, living in a way where I know that I am the creator of my life. I know that I am, I create my reality by what I'm focusing on. But it just feels like there's always something. And I'm going to use the phrase like, there's always something to bump me out of my happy place. It's like something always happens to just bump me out. And I get so, like, you can tell just by the sound of my voice just how unhappy this makes me. To always be bumped out of my happy place. So, like, I'm just going to give you an example. So, Sunday, I was really in a very, very happy place. And I'm going to see my son play soccer. Those of you who have been following me for a while know how much I enjoy seeing my son play soccer. So, I'm all excited about this. And I, I go, I'm on his, my way to his soccer game. And the check engine light comes on my car. And those of you who follow my YouTubes know I had a total transmission put in my car in December. It was this whole like crazy story that just went on and on and on. It all worked out beautifully. But, and then the water pump in my car, like something happens with the water pump in my car in, I I can't remember what month, it doesn't even matter, maybe July of this year, my water pump, and I had to pay to have my water pump replaced, and so I, I, um, so to have my, my check engine light come on, you can imagine, was very daunting to me, I was like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. So I call my beloved brother-in-law. <laughs> so I call my brother-in-law and I'm like, hey, you know, like, what do I do? This is what's happening. And he said, well, take the car to an auto zone and they will do a diagnostic on it. So I take my car to an auto zone and I walk in and you have to understand, like, like keep in mind there is still this virus scare going on. 
So I grab my my mask, even though I'm I have my own feelings about wearing these masks. But I grab my mask, I walk in, and I can't tell where the line is. Like, and everything's like supposed to be socially distancing, and and so I I I say out loud, which is something that I should not have done. I said. I'm not really sure where I am. And then this, this guy says to me, well, you're in a store trying to be funny. And he and this girl start this ridiculous, in my opinion, banter back and forth, just kind of, sorry about my language, but kind of smart ass dialogue back and forth with each other, kind of like this, you know, like I'm a complete idiot. And I said, I'm aware that I'm in a store and I, and I really wasn't taking his humor. I really wasn't. And so I get to the front of the line and because of coronavirus, they can't, um, go do a diagnostic in my car. So they hand me this little machine and I'm like, okay, so I walk out to my car and down to, I can't figure out how to use this little diagnostic thing. I mean, I don't know how to do this. I've never done this before. <laughs> so I'm always learning new skills in this life. And so I don't want to seem really stupid to my brother-in-law. So I Google it and then I figure it out. I'm like, okay, it's right here. So I do the diagnostic. I come back in. By the time I come back in, the guy, the ridiculous guy from the banter duo is gone. But the lady's still there. And she says to me, um, oh, do you still need, do you, did you need help? Because I can help you, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I figured it out. Like, I was so irritated by these people. And the really cool thing was, after she left, the lady behind the, was saying that they were very strange. Like, I'm not really sure what was up with her. Like, there was something weird up with her and with him. It was the weirdest thing. So I, I find out what's going on with my car. And, okay, so then I get to the field and there's no players. So I get to the soccer field. There's no players. I'm like, what? Why are there no players? And then I go to the other soccer field at the same area. No players. I'm like, are you kidding me? So by this time, I'm like, I'm probably 15 minutes late. So then I figure I go back to the, you know, the invitation to go to this event. And I figure out where it is. I put it in my maps, I drive over, and um, I'm late for the game. So I go, I sit down, and it is so hot. It's like one of the hottest days where I live that I remember, like all summer. Like it is, it is so hot. Like the boys should not even be playing in this. <laughs> Even like at halftime, my player's like throwing up because he's so like hot and he's so uncomfortable and it's just awful. So 
I make like a friend, so I'm talking to this guy, and which was kind of nice instead of sitting by myself. And and I I go under a tree also, so I'm sitting under this tree instead of, you know, under my umbrella in the heat. And anyway, the next thing I know, our players are in this complete dog pile. There was this fight that ensued. <laughs> the field luckily my player my beloved little guy decided smarty decided not to get involved with the fight but he's trying to help his teammates so he somehow gets a hold of the of the 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 player that was the most involved in the fight and they escort him off the field and the the coach ends the game so so Anyway, so then I get in my car, and then, like, the tide turns. So this is where the tide completely turns, and I end up spending the afternoon with one of my best friends, and I had a blast, and that's what I should be talking about. Like, I had such a blast. We, like, went to a restaurant, and we had, like, our piece of pizza, and and I had, like, a half a salad and a glass of wine, and... And then we went to a secondhand store. We were shopping, and it was so much fun spending her money, <laughs> like just for her stuff for her. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool! Buy it!" And um, we just had so much fun. And and it's just that it's like this weird phenomena for me. Because I'm I'm practicing this art of like living I actually this term like living quantumly, which is a completely different type of, of, of living. And I'm telling you, it's like a focus. It's like this constant focus, like not on that, but focus on this. Not on that, but focus on this. But what do you do when your check engine light turns on? Like, what do you do? You can't ignore the check engine light. You can't ignore your empty gas light coming on. Because if you do, your car will die. And so things that come up that you have to address that are seemingly negative, they're, they're pretty, like, like, like I think the Buddha says, or some spiritual people would say you know it's like the middle road and like there's nothing great and nothing terrible like just is everything just is it's only the meaning that we put to it so I am saying that my check engine light is is bad and I'm saying my time with my bestie is good I'm just categorizing it but I can tell by the way it makes me feel I can tell whether it's good or it's bad by the way it makes me feel and so here's the goal. The goal is to become unfazed. I'm really getting into this word lately. To be unfazed, to be unfazed by whatever comes. To be unfazed by whatever comes because I I know that ultimately everything is going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay regardless. But my thing is is that I'm 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 creating this somehow. I'm creating this somehow. Like this this thing that is bumping me 
out of my happy place. And it is really, really upsetting to me that, that I allow myself to be pulled into these scenarios so as to my energy changes and actually like right now I have something happening that is that is actually affecting my health and the reason why it's affecting my health is because well like I'm very 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 empathic so I have something happening and in my life and and I'm not really wanting to talk about it right at the moment because I haven't gotten through it. So I'm still in the throes of this thing that is happening in my life. And and I don't necessarily want to talk about what's happening. You know, I don't think that, that the people involved listen to my material. That's a really good thing for me. <laughs> that that most of the people in my life don't listen to that are my friends or family don't listen to my material so they don't know what exactly is happening in my life um but i i i have something happening and i came home yesterday and i was really sick i was really really sick I I um I was feeling terrible I I have some like underlying and I and I try to ignore this too because theoretically our bodies from any given moment have the capacity to be healed of whatever it is by intention alone by thought alone. And so for me to say that I was this and I was that, I, I'm like putting these, or that I have this chronic condition, like, <laughs> like we, it's like we can't do that and, and be healed. You can't go back to the past. Well, I was diagnosed with this in 19, you know, you can't go back to the past. If you are, if you're moving into your future, or even your now, which is all we ever have, is, is the now, we we, we focus on ourselves as completely. In wellness in every area of our life. And so this is my thought process. So I'm I'm, knowing somehow that I am entirely whole and well I I came home yesterday I'm just admittedly a mess and the part that was just the most ugh, bothersome to me was that I am failing at focusing myself so that this situation is the way I want it to be, not what I don't want it to be. And so I, I, 
I get so many opportunities to practice. I just do because stuff just happens. I don't. And then sometimes I, I think, okay, if life wasn't like this, it would be quite boring. Not that I feel like I'm actually looking for this. It feels like it, it sort of finds me, but if life is happening for me and not to me, then somehow I am drawing in these experiences to give myself one more chance to practice. To practice. The, the, this art of, of just being unfazed. That nothing is going to bump me out of my alignment with my source of, of everything. That nothing's going to bump me out. No event, no person, no, no red light, no check engine light sign, no jackass people in AutoZone. Nobody is going to bump me out of my alignment. And so I guess that life will just continue to give me, and I, and I put this content out because I don't know, are other people trying to live this way? I find that I've never found anything in my life that was in, in, as satisfying as this journey that I'm on right now. There's nothing that is as satisfying as sitting in the experience of the love of God. There's nothing that is as satisfying as knowing that I have within me the power of that which created everything to create anything. I like this journey. There's nothing more satisfying to me than, than thinking about something even just for a second and then having it appear in my physicality. There's nothing. It's been just so amazing to like have an opportunity come to me that is like this opportunity that, I, that came to me from Vancouver, Washington that I was just so incredibly excited about and I didn't take that job and then another opportunity came that is better for me right now it's better for me right this minute to take this other opportunity that is extremely similar <laughs> to that opportunity. And, and the knowingness that God, that God, is, like everything is taken care of. So everything is taken care of. There's really nothing that I need to do except just be on the journey. And just do and conceivably do the things that make me happy.
Let's do things that make me happy on this journey. And so, and so I, and so I guess welcoming, just welcoming these, these opportunities to practice. And what would it be? It's sort of like, what would life be if there wasn't change? And that's the other thing. Like, everything is always changing. Like, our, the energy of our bodies is always moving. We are made of only energy. We are just energy. And the energy within us is always moving. And so... And so everything is always in constant motion. And so we're, we, we are somehow how. And so the only thing we know is that it's going to be different. It's like we are, we really literally are on like a journey, a life journey of, of just living which I believe is the purpose of this life. Like some people are always talking about this, these lessons and karma and all this. And I just, at this point, I don't believe in any of it. I really don't. I believe that we're here for joy. We're here to experience what it feels like to be here. And Part of this, I really believe, is learning, learning how to create a life. Like we're here to create. Most of us are not as aware of us as others of us. And at this point, I'm very aware of it, but most of my life I wasn't. And really, really weird things happened in my life, but I didn't know I really didn't know that I was creating it. I didn't to the point that I know that I'm creating it now. Over the weekend, I, I you know, I've been listening to a lot of TikToks. <laughs> I really enjoy that app. And this one guy, I was really struck by him and he had suggested watching OA, OA on Netflix. So I go and I actually watched the entire season in one day, I think. I I was so just mesmerized by this show. I I just I couldn't even believe it because I had a whole lot in common. Um my story was was just I had paranormal really strange um, instances that had happened in my life so I was really taken by this story and there was something in it that I was wanting to oh well like there were so many things that happened in it one of them was that I thought was just so weird aside from like a lot of the names in it were like really pertinent to me and she was pertinent to me Um, but there was this um this one scene where one of the characters is talking to, to and actually sort of talking in the background. It's not even the forefront. Like if you can imagine, like there's this character, and you're, the 
the camera is really focused on him, but it's also this guy is talking really loudly in the back of the store. And he says to the cashier, who is this 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 woman, he says, well, that's a, that's a really cool name. And she goes, yeah, Mickey. And, and then there's some more bad banter. And then, and then he says, she says, yeah, my name is Michaela. And this is really, really weird because the people that I work with, I often nickname them. And there's this girl that was working with me and I said, I think we should call you Mickey. And her name is Michaela. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like these synchronicities that happen. Um, there was some reason for why I brought up that show, but I cannot for the life of me. Um, oh, it was about um, near-death experiences. That 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 show is about near death experiences, among other things. That was a very for me. It was a very small part of the show, um, <laughs> because I was more focused on 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 other things. But and then I was reminded of this time <laughs> when I was in high school. This really weird thing happened. I what I remember was we were in the gym and it was raining outside, which was not very usual in Phoenix, Arizona. And so it was raining that day. So they put us in the gym and we were doing sprints in the gym. And I remember thinking to myself that I didn't want to run there because there were all these boys. Cause right where I was, there was this whole group of boys on the other side. And I remember thinking, I felt really uncomfortable. I was the last person in line. I was like, oh my God, I don't want those boys to see me running. Um, there was something about my running. I thought I ran, ran weird or something. I don't know, but that's all I remember. So apparently I went to, to run. I did the sprint or whatever, and I went headfirst into a brick wall and I passed out. And I was passed out for a considerable amount of time. They didn't even take me to the hospital. They ended up taking me to the infirmary. And and they um and I remember sort of coming to a couple of times coming to these two boys were I my one arm was over one of their shoulders and another arm was over another person's shoulder and they were dragging me along to to the infirmary, <laughs> to the nursing station. But here was the other really weird thing. So my sister had moved out, and I was so sad when my sister moved out because we had to share a room for many years of my life, and we were not friends. We did not. It was not a good thing that we shared a room. That's all I'm going to say. And so my sister finally gets her own room and we become friends and it was so nice. And then she was gone. And every time I walked by her room, her door for about a week, I would cry. Um, Cause I just really liked the fact that we were finally friends after many years. And then, um, and then, uh, 
so I have this incident at the high school. And the day that I have this incident, my sister, for some reason, comes to the school to see me. And so somebody walks up to her and recognizes her as my sister and says, oh, are you here to see Jamie? <laughs> she, cause she like ran head first and hit her, her head in a wall. Um, so weird, that weird synchronicity that happened that day. Um, and so the only thing I remember was, <laughs> the first thing I remember was, it's so, this is kind of sad, like stuff started to kind of come to me, like my, it was sort of like my brain just <laughs> turned off. <laughs> like literally there was nothing, I guess I was breathing, but like, like my brain just turned off and then like a computer, it was really weird. And then all I could remember was my boyfriend. And I remember the first thought was, who is that? <laughs> I had this little boyfriend that, um, and so I end up like waking up and I had sprained both my, my wrists, which was really unfortunate because I was supposed to be playing in regionals. I was a violinist and I was supposed to be playing in regionals, but I couldn't go to regionals because I had two sprained wrists. <laughs> from trying to guard myself from the crash into the wall. Oh my God, is that a crazy story? But anyway, I've been wondering, like, like, did I die? Like, I don't even know if they were checking my heart or anything. Like, did I die and come back? Like, it was a very significant accident, if you think about it. Like, I was out for a considerable amount of time the amount of time for them to figure it out in the gym, because I don't remember any of that, like, in the gym, like, they, they, it, that must have taken some time, and then they would have had to figure it out who was going to take me to the nurse, and then at the nurse, and they had called my mother, and, um, like, I don't know, I, at least 20 minutes, I was out, completely out. And the effect that this actually had on my brain. Um, and there was no, I didn't have an MRI. I didn't have a CAT scan. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, I didn't even have an x-ray of my brain. They took me to my doctor and in a wheelchair. Remember that? My doctor just happened to be across the street from the high school. And they take me to this doctor and he says, well, just don't let her sleep and, you know, watch her for a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. It's just so funny. Um, <laughs> but it does make me wonder, like, what effect this had on my brain. And, like, if that's where, like, all the weird stuff in my life, like, started. I mean, it could have happened when I was even younger, but... um. But this out of, out of, out of, um, I don't even know exactly why I'm talking about this. Like to be unfazed. I mean, I, I, I guess it just came to mind for me, um, as a, as a total detour, didn't it? <laughs> from what I, what I had started with this podcast about, 
Um, I probably should end this. I'm, 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 I had, I had slept last night. Um, I'm practicing sleeping without a pillow. Um, I had tried this a couple years ago. Um, and I went back to sleeping with a pillow, but I'm going to, I'm going to start not sleeping with a pillow again. Um, because I think it's better for our, our body to not use a pillow to sleep. And so, and so I, I actually slept fairly well last night and without my pillow, I'm always experimenting with new stuff, aren't I? It's so interesting. Um, but so getting back to my topic, I'm really sorry about that detour. I, so I plan to continue this journey of, of learning to be unfazed, uh, and to not let things like I, well, I tend to be very, very empathic. And so in the situation that I am dealing with, that was really upsetting me last night, uh, I, I tend to walk into a room and really have issues in a space. I walk into a room and I have issues in a space and it sort of depends on if I've pre-paved the way mentally. Like I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking about um, Bruce Lipton had come up with this term, the honeymoon effect. And I was thinking about it because it's the perfect, perfect, perfect analogy that you're so like this feeling of being in love. And so you're, you really are unfazed by anything that happens. Like you're not thinking about your bills. You're not thinking about your anything. You are just in this circle of elation from the feelings and hormones of of the joy of being in love and and it's not necessarily in love with anything like like this could be the love of a pet the love of a plant the love of your life the love of a man you know a person having a baby I mean just falling in love with something and and I was thinking about that just being so in love with my life that I'm not that like I would go into a play and this stuff would not phase me like what that guy said to me at the auto zone like their banter like it wouldn't have affected me had I been in a place of just love I may not have said anything I would have just been like in this mental different space and so finding a way to just sort of go through life like sort of in this bubble because everything always works out. It always has this way of working out. And even as I'm saying that, I'm I'm thinking about my my nephew who <laughs> passed away from from cancer. And it would seem like it didn't work out, right? It would seem like it didn't work out. But from his perspective, I mean our perspective, like sometimes I think you know, and I don't want anything like I, but people's journey are people's journey. People's journey, it's their journey. 
like my dad, my dad passed away when I was 22. Well, it changed the trajectory of my life. His passing was, was a huge, like trauma to me. He was the closest person in my life to me. He, he, my dad was, he took care of me when I was a child and I was sick and he, he, we were just really, really good friends. I mean, he was my dad. He was always my dad, but he just, we just like had this weird intellectual connection because my dad was really smart. He was so smart. And I didn't know I was smart because I was convinced that I was stupid by by society, by people around me. I was utterly convinced that I was not a smart person. And so I had to I had to apply myself to succeed academically. And it wasn't until like two years ago that I realized that I'm not subpar intellectually. (laughs) And then I'm going to say again, I use these terms kind of loosely because I don't know what else to use. Like when I say, oh, I came up with this. Well, I didn't come up with this. We're all just tapping into infinite knowledge. With, there's no original thought. There's no original idea. We're just, we're just tapping into it. I mean, the electricity was there the whole time. It's just that somebody figured out how to how to connect with it, how to use it for energy. And so, and so then I re- had realized that I, that I'm. So when my dad passed away, it was this huge, huge like switch for me like it changed the trajectory of my life because before that I was I was so incredibly trusting of God and then my dad passed and then I didn't trust God anymore like if you could imagine like somebody who like how am I going to trust God when my my dad he was taken from my life very abruptly in a way but so so but it's his journey it's not up for me to say and it's selfish of me it's selfish of me to expect his journey to be any different than his journey is so we love our our people and we and we spend time with them as much as we can and we enjoy their presence as much as we can. I'm not going to keep him in a cage if he wants to go fly because I need him here with me. And so how did I get on this trajectory? <laughs> Oh, I was talking about how sometimes things seem to not work out, right? Like that doesn't seem to be in the plan. (laughs) 
But then you can get into all of these like ideas, like the fact that my dad is more with me now than he ever was when he was in his physical body. Because he, he, he has always been with me. He's been with me my whole life. Sometimes I hear his voice talking to me. I feel him leading me. He teaches me things. And, and so there's no way that my dad, it's like, where, I make jokes about this, but it's kind of true. Like, where would you be? So you pass out of your body. Like, where would you be except with the people that you love? Where would you be? Except for my dad. I think that he, he had wandered off in the very beginning over to Berlin and like made sure the Berlin wall came down. And then I think he was at this concert for Yo-Yo Ma. I think he's enjoying everything that the earth has to offer just from a different dimension. <laughs> and time isn't what we think of it. So, like, we think of time as linear time, but time is just, it's not linear the way we think it is. It's just also very, very, very esoteric. And anyway, so I'm going to go. I appreciate you listening. I hope that this makes sense. Remain unfazed in your life. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.